and welcome to Inside Eco Devo, an economic development podcast helping Missourians prosper. On this episode, we're talking about tourism in Missouri, and sitting down with us to help us with the discussion is Stephen Fouts, Director of the Division of Tourism with the Missouri Department of Economic Development. Stephen, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much, Eric. Appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so before we dive into all things, you know, tourism. Can you just give us a little bit of background on yourself? How did you come to be the director of tourism? Yeah, it's a little bit of an indirect path. So I grew up in Missouri, of course, uh, born in Hannibal, Missouri, Mark Twain's hometown. And I grew up in the small community of Bowling Green, which is about 20 miles south of Hannibal. Uh, went to school at Central Methodist College over in Fayette. Started my professional career in newspapers. I worked in newspaper industry in Centralia and then in Jefferson City for about 10 years became the travel guide editor at the Division of Tourism in 2009, worked in various roles at the division for about eight and a half years. I left for a couple of years, had an opportunity to do some marketing and membership work for the Missouri State Medical Association, uh, and then in a stroke of genius timing, came back to the Division of Tourism in March of 2020 as the division director, uh, just about literally one week before the world kind of shut down. So oh, it's been an interesting, uh, interesting couple of years in the travel industry. Yeah, I bet that that first year back as the director for tourism when, I mean, unfortunately, when everything was shutting down must not have been easy, I'm sure. It, it was a challenging time for a lot of people. And, you know, I, I can't lodge any complaints. There were a lot of people who were a lot more impacted than I was. We have a great team at the division. We had a lot of support from our leadership in the Department of Economic Development, the Tourism Commission, the governor's office, the legislature. So we were in a really good position because of their support to help the tourism industry rebound and start the rebound when the economy reopened, you know, later on in the middle of mid-year of 2020 and beyond. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was a, a, a test by fire to, to come in <laughs> during those uh, circumstances and still, you know, get the job done. So I applaud you for that. Well, a great, a great team again at the Division of Tourism. Certainly we couldn't, I couldn't have made it through without that team. I mean, that's, and that's a hard stop. Couldn't have made it through without them. Yeah, so let's talk about tourism then. Um, so, I, I mean, the umbrella of tourism, I'm sure, is pretty big. So what what all does your division handle? Sure. So our primary focus is to drive visitation and visitor spending to the Show Me State. I mean, that's really our mission. So we do that through a multi-tiered marketing campaign, and we talk about things from an approach of, of what you might hear called PESO. That's paid, earned, social and owned media outlets. So I'll dive into that briefly without boring your listeners. So paid media is what you'd anticipate, paid advertising. Earned media is media that is generated through positive public relations, so PR. Then um, shared media or social media, obviously, is social media. There's certainly a, a paid component to social media, but there's also a lot of organic work that is done. And then owned media are those outlets we control, which is our travel guide, our website, and other things like that that we produce and we have sole control over. So we use those four uh, pillars of marketing and communications to get our message out to a broad audience. Primarily, we're interested in reaching the female travel decision maker, ages 25 to 54. Primarily, we market to a Midwestern audience. So in-state and then the eight states that touch Missouri, that is what we would consider our base. And again, we're here to drive visitation from out of state into Missouri. That's our number one focus. But we also know that about 40%, actually 43% of our visitation is in-state. 
You might say, well, how can a in-state resident be a visitor? We count a visitor as somebody who travels 50 miles or more one way away from home for an event or an activity. So we're really focused on those two kind of um, broad audiences, the out-of-state audience who we're trying to get across our borders to experience Missouri and to help bolster our economy through tourism-related expenditures, and then our in-state travelers who are going outside their local community and spending their dollars in other parts of the show me state. Okay. Kind of want to go a little bit deeper in a lot of stuff that you just said. We'll kind of back up a little bit. Uh, why is uh, a demographic that you're targeting that that female group decision makers? What was the kind of um, decision around that? Sure. So we base virtually everything we do on research. And the research we have in the tourism space suggests that for the bulk of households, the female head of household is the travel decision maker. Then our research also shows us, you know, who is most likely to visit Missouri or who is predominantly visiting Missouri. And again, it is those people in that 25 to 54 age range who primarily make up the bulk of our visitation. So because of the the one set of research that talks about who makes the travel decisions, and then we know, again, based on some of our demographic research, what age range we're trying to reach. So those are, that's, that's kind of the logic behind that particular audience. Yeah, understandable. Uh, and then when you uh, talking about, you know, the overall targeting of like outside and then inside Missouri, what's the breakdown there? Are we getting more people coming in or more people already here visiting places? So it breaks down that our research suggests that about 43% of our visitors are in state already. So they're moving around Missouri. So that leaves 57 coming in from out of state. And those are approximations. It does fluctuate from year to year, but really it's, it does stay around that 40, 41, 42, 43% range is typically what we have seen over my time in the division of tourism. So more we are bringing in or we're trying to bring in, we're seeing more visitors come in from out of state than just those moving around the state. And that's why we kind of have that footprint around the Midwest, uh, again, with those states that we border. Yeah, and we, Missouri borders eight states, eight I states. think. So we're we got... one of two states that border eight other states. Yeah, yeah so we I'll have... buy a... you a Coke if you can name the other one. Oh, geez. Uh, well, I mean, if, if I sat here and pondered long enough, maybe I could get it. But I mean, I think that that opens up uh, the market for a lot of people coming into the state. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Missouri is what we we have some wonderful airports, you know, and we have two major metropolitan areas, St. Louis and Kansas City. They have great airports. A lot of folks work in the tourism industry in those areas. And, and so we do have travelers coming in from around the country and internationally you know, through those kind of portals. But Missouri really is a drive destination. We are really, you know, being in the middle, uh, located here geographically where we are, we have a great opportunity to pull people from a diverse amount of state or a wide number of states. Yeah, we hear a lot of uh, businesses talking about that, businesses coming into Missouri because of that central location, but it seems like it helps tourism as well. Absolutely. Again, not only um, with the airline service that we have, but being a drive market, uh, and, you know, really during the, the pandemic times, especially in what we might consider the height of the pandemic, people who were traveling were more comfortable traveling by car. And I think we saw that, that, you know, people were willing to take longer road trips. And so that might have a little bit of a cascading or lasting effect that people realized, oh, I can, you know, I'm in X city in Texas. I can be in Missouri in eight or nine hours. Well, maybe let's make this a, a family tradition now where I'm in you know, I'm in western Kansas. I can get over to Missouri 
in a matter of hours. Yeah, you know, let's go to the lake. Let's see what's in Kansas City. Let's go down to Springfield. So um, we really do have a great opportunity with our geographic location to reach people again across the U.S. Uh, We don't have a strong footprint yet on, you know, what I'd call, you know, the East Coast or the far West Coast. Uh, But we have, we're starting to see traffic and visitation pick up from some states that you might not expect. You know, we we get a, a real nice number of visitation, four or five percent now from uh, Texas. So that's a market we're really interested in. We're starting to see a little uptick in visitation from Florida, um, Colorado. So we've got some really great opportunities here down the road to connect with more and more people. Yeah. And before we, we move on to the, uh, the next question here, uh, just out of curiosity for the listeners, what was the answer to the trivia question of the, the other state that board is the same as us? Tennessee. Oh, uh, you know, I was thinking that in my head, but I wasn't <laughs> sure. So I didn't want to say anything, but okay. Uh, can't and, confirm that that's And if I'm wrong saying. about that, we're going to edit this part out, right? <laughs> oh, right, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we were talking about, you know, the number of people, the percentages and all that. Um, when it comes down to, um, you know, the economy and the tourism industry, you know, how much of an impact does that have? Can you put a dollar amount on that impact of the tourism? Yeah, so we like to say that tourism is one of the top industries here in the Show Me State. I think everybody recognizes agriculture is our number one industry. And then I think you would probably see uh, the tourism industry and maybe manufacturing kind of uh, slugging it out for maybe who's number two. But we know that uh, in fiscal year 2021, I'm going back a little bit because some of those uh, reports are a little bit lagging, but going back to fiscal year 2021, which includes several months of calendar year 20. So we're talking about months that were impacted during COVID, uh, $12.5 billion in tourism-related spending in Missouri and a total economic impact of almost 14, or excuse me, $13.5 billion. That economic impact is different from direct tourism-related spending and sales because that impact then includes how that money flows through the economy. So it's not just Joe and Jane Traveler paying to, you know, go to a show or what their lodging cost. That economic impact looks at how a hotel supplier's money or how a hotel uh, gets their um, materials from a supplier, you know, buying their bed sheets and beds and TVs and all those kinds of things, food service, how all that money flows through the economy overall. So that's kind of where that economic impact number is. And then, you know, when we look at our calendar year 22, um, we've seen significant recovery over the last couple of years. Uh, calendar year 22, I think when you look at January through May, we're about 15% ahead of calendar year 2019 tourism-related spending. Now, we know inflation has gone up. Clearly, prices have gone up due to inflation, um, but I think the general inflation rate's been about 8 or 9%, and we're seeing about a 15% uptick in tourism-related spending compared to 2019. So clearly, we're on the right track in the tourism industry, driven primarily by leisure travel. We know that business travel has yet to bounce back fully, uh, but leisure travel has made a very strong comeback and a very quick comeback compared to what was predicted originally at the outset of the pandemic. And is there anything in the data to suggest that the uptick or, you know, the, the bounce back is because people were, you know, at home for a year. Now they're ready to get out and kind of get back to normal. Is, you know, is that part of it too? Absolutely. That's a great question. So again, going back to kind of the research component of things, 
as as the pandemic unfolded and and we got you know weeks and months into it, some of our national partners, some of the leading research firms, started doing more and more frequent consumer analysis, doing consumer surveys, and what kept coming back from those surveys within you know six or seven months was this notion of pent up demand. You know, over over the winter in Missouri, what we think about, you know, over the winter months, December, January, February, it's a little bit colder and, and people aren't out as much. And we talk about, you know, when March comes around, we're all getting cabin fever. Well, everybody had that cabin fever for much longer than a, a winter season. Yeah, absolutely. And so that pent-up demand was huge. And people were saving more. And so they had a little bit more, perhaps, discretionary income than they had before. And travel was a big part of what they wanted to do. They wanted to get up off the couch. They wanted to get out and explore. And so uh, uh, pent-up demand certainly is critical or has been a critical part of that rebound. Yeah, and we, we've been kind of talking about marketing and research and all that stuff. And, and a facet of that is that new That's My Mo campaign. You mm-hmm. guys started that, I think, early 2021. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and what a... What a brilliant, smart, fresh <laughs> campaign. That is so good. But thanks. Uh, I really do enjoy that campaign. And I just kind of wonder, what was the kind of, um, you know, thought process behind that? What was the kind of conceptualization going on there? So, man, I wish I could take all the credit in the world for this one. But actually, that began uh, prior to my return to tourism. Uh, originally, you, you were spot on. That campaign launched in March of 2021. Originally, it was going to launch in the spring of 2020. Obviously, that got put on pause. So we work with an advertising agency of record, our partners. It's OBP out of St. Louis. And they brought forth five different concepts for what, again, what would have been the March, April, spring, I guess, 2020 marketing campaign. Uh, And the the idea of embodying Missouri through the character Mo as your tour guide through the Show Me State was the concept that won out over a few other, I think there were four other ideas. Uh, And so the idea in this kind of first phase, if you will, has been to get people used to the idea of connecting Mo as their tour guide around Missouri. So that character who has uh, demonstrated through a variety of wardrobe and costume changes, you know, we have outdoor Mo. We have culture mo, we have foodie mo, we have all these different, I think we have 25 different varieties, if you will, of the mo character, is to connect people with the idea of the variety of attractions and opportunities that are available at our tourism attractions and destinations. And so uh, as part of making mo famous, so to speak, um, we have worked really hard to, again, connect people with that idea that she's their guide through Missouri. So the next part of that then is going to be getting Mo out into the real world and putting her in specific product places, you know, at, at some of our theme parks, at some of our outdoor attractions um, to show people now really, you know, firsthand, this is what it looks like when Mo is at the arch. This is what it looks like when Mo is at one of our theme parks. And that'll be kind of the round two or phase two, if you will, of our um, TV campaign that will launch either late winter, so January, February, or early spring of calendar year 2023. Okay. 
And I also like that the feature you guys have on your website where it's like find your MO or you kind of, there's like some questions and it kind of points you to some destinations that you might like to go to. Absolutely. That, that's been a big part of our campaign is co- again, making that connection. So people see our, whether they're seeing the TV spot, a print ad, they might hear it on a streaming audio. They might see the, you know, commercial when they're watching their favorite baseball team in Missouri um, is to drive people back to our website, visitmo.com. And there they can, as you noted, take that quiz. A person can take the quiz and find out, you know, do they identify more with outdoor mo or culture mo or family fun mo? And then after they take that quiz, they'll get served up some content that aligns with that mo's uh, preferred travel opportunities. So, you know, if you're family fun mo, you're going to get theme parks and go-kart tracks and and zoos and all those kinds of things. If you're outdoor mo, you're going to see state parks and conservation areas. So it's a really great way for people to, to connect further with Mo, the character, and then to learn maybe a little bit about themselves by answering those questions as to what, what is their travel MO. What kind of successes have you guys seen through that campaign since it started? Yeah, so since the launch in March of 2021, uh, I think the, the big number we've seen is we've generated more than a billion, billion with a B, uh, media impressions, and that's through, again, a variety of channels. That's through TV, streaming platforms, both video and audio. Uh, We did a little bit of out of home early on in the campaign. Social media, of course, is a huge part of our campaign. I think since uh, the Mo campaign launched, we've generated more than 111 million uh, impressions. So that's been uh, really good for us. Two and a half or two million new users to our website. People are spending more time on our website when they're interacting with Mo. And I think perhaps going back to our our mission that I talked about early in our conversation is, and this is research-based, we we have um, what we call an ad effectiveness study done every year. And that initial year, that ad effectiveness study determined that people who see our advertising are twice as likely to visit Missouri as people who don't see our advertising. And then we found that our advertising generated about $785 million and what we call that incremental or influence spending. In other words, spending that would not have happened without our marketing efforts. And that is a result of about another 1 million trips that were taken to Missouri as a result of our marketing. Uh, so we're really proud of that. And when you go back to that PESO model, again, the paid, earned, shared, and owned media, since the Mo campaign, uh, and this is these are 2021-only numbers, uh, the Mo campaign in 2021 generated about $1.15 billion in additional visitor spending in Missouri. Uh, so we're really proud of that. And the campaign has won about 25, I think we're at 25 awards now, uh, a couple national awards, some regional awards. So we're really proud of that as well. Needless to say, it's been successful. <laughs> it's, it's, we feel like it's been pretty successful. Yeah, I remember uh, when when was the bicentennial uh, parade through the downtown? August of twenty twenty one. Yeah, because yeah. Mo, the actress who portrays Mo, was there, and I was walking in the uh, the parade with you know the DED float, and I could hear people in the crowd go, "Oh, look, it's Mo! It's yeah. Mo!" So I mean, already recognizable even back then. Yeah, absolutely. That was something we were really excited about. Just. Uh, I, I was walking in the parade as well as you know, and that was something that most of us who were there caught that you could really hear that through the crowd. Oh, it's Mo, it's Mo. Yeah, we were really excited about that because that was one of the first indications. That was that was pre the research coming out 
and getting back to us. So that was one of the first indications that people were starting to make that connection with Mo and starting to connect with her as well. Okay. Uh, let's switch gears a little bit and just talk about like destinations and, and, and trips and things coming up mm-hmm. here in Missouri. And I'll start with, um, and maybe, um, well, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but <laughs> um, overall, what do you think makes Missouri unique as a destination and a great place to visit? So I'm a huge homer. I think Missouri is the <laughs> the best place. Uh, I enjoy uh, traveling to different locations, but I enjoy coming home to Missouri <laughs> a heck of a lot more. I think there are so many things to see and do here. If you like major cities, we have those. St. Louis and Kansas City, I think, really are underappreciated on the national scale. Uh, I took my daughters over to Kansas City a couple weekends ago, just kind of on a whim, and we went to uh, the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art, for example. I think people would be blown away, uh, people who don't know what's there, and like at the St. Louis Art Museum, and even at smaller places like the Dom Museum in Sedalia and the Albrecht Kemper in St. Joseph. People would be blown away if they knew about the arts and culture scene here in Missouri, or if they knew more about it. And that's something, you know, again, that's that's on us a little bit, right? We need to be getting that message out there more. And then, you know, not just our major metros, but our small towns. Um, you think about it, Branson. Branson's a small town. I mean, they welcome upward of five, six, seven million visitors every year. That's a town of 12,000 people. That, I mean, that is mind-boggling to me that that small of a community is is ready and can support that kind of tourism. Uh, and then, you know, we have Route 66, which is something that is really popular with our international travelers. That is uh, far and away the number one thing that our international visitors to Missouri are interested in. They want to drive on Route 66. Uh, they may be going all the way from, you know, Chicago to Santa Monica. They may be just on the Missouri in Missouri. They just want to do that Missouri stretch. Uh, we have great state parks and conservation areas. Our outdoors are, are second to none. Beautiful rivers and streams. And again, we have a lot of charming small towns. Great dining. Uh, the small town aspect and the rural tourism is something that uh, researching, and, and this is a little, perhaps a little bit more national research, has shown that people really have an interest in uh, in the last couple of years. They can kind of uh, get out and enjoy the small town uh, lifestyle, a little bit slower pace, still find plenty of fun things to do from, again, you know, uh, museums and outdoor opportunities to great local dining. So I just really think that Missouri. You know, it's cliche to say Missouri has it all, but it really does. I mean, if if you are a, a traveler, uh, it, virtually no matter what your interest is, you're gonna find you're gonna find it here in the Show Me State, and I think that's something we can all be proud of. And the people of Missouri, I also think, are very friendly and welcoming, and that is huge for our travelers when they have a great experience with a person who's working in the travel and hospitality industry. That certainly goes a long way, and that helps generate that repeat visitation and good word of mouth. Uh, Those people who have good experiences in Missouri become our ambassadors, and we want everybody who visits to Missouri to become an ambassador for the Show Me State. Yeah. My next question may actually put you on the spot, but do you have a top three uh, destinations that you like? Because you you were naming (laughs) off quite a lot of good ones there. Do you have happen to have a top three? So I'm going to steal a line from our deputy director, Lori Sims, who says, that's like asking who's my favorite kid. It can't be done. It can't be done on a public podcast. I will say that I am generally happy no matter where I am in Missouri. Okay. Well, I'll move on then uh, to just asking in general, 
what kind of exciting things are just happening in general within the world of tourism? That's another great question. And I think there, again, there's a lot going on and a lot to offer. Um, I'll do a little bit of forward looking. Next year, 2023, St. Louis City soccer is coming to St. Louis. That's really exciting for for downtown St. Louis and the new soccer facility there. Uh, kind of sticking with the sports theme, you know, where as, as we're taping this, we're T-minus six days from the Chiefs playing football. Um, Thunder Ridge Nature Arena in Branson is opening with a series of Garth Brooks concerts at the end of this month, and that's down uh, that's part of the Big Cedar Bass Pro family of properties down in the Branson Ridgedale area. Uh, Imagine Resorts has a, a huge development going in in Hollister that's now going to open in uh, 2024. Mobot, the Missouri uh, Botanical Garden, Mobot just opened a brand new visitor center. Uh, there's just a lot going on in Missouri, and uh, I, I really think that in in the next few years, as some of these uh, opportunities are open and and uh, people get more and more familiar with them. And there's going to be a lot of excitement generated about these new opportunities in Missouri. Anything specific for fall? I mean, summer's closing out, fall's around the corner, anything promoting there? Is it, you know, like hay, be- uh, hay rides and uh, corn mazes and all that kind of stuff? You hit the nail right on the head, Eric. Um, fall has become one of the, October in particular, has become one of the top months for travel in the show me state. And I think that's because of what you just said, you know, where we get out of those uh, really hot July and August days, people kind of establish their rhythm with school, getting back in in September and then October, they're kind of in that rhythm and they're ready to get back out and explore. We have those cool, crisp mornings and uh, beautiful evenings, uh, hay rides, corn mazes, uh, events like Oktoberfest and Herman, you know, which is wildly popular and known around Around the Midwest, um, bigger events like Silver Dollar City's Harvest Fest, um, Shipyard Music Festival in Cape Girardeau. That's something that's right around the corner here in uh, September 23rd and 24th. Um, Voices of the Past, that's a history reenactment that kind of has a little bit of a fall or maybe even, um, air quotes here, spooky feel. It's done in Mount Mora Cemetery in St. Joseph. Uh, That's pretty cool. And again, this is the time of year for pumpkin patches, corn mazes, and those other seasonal adventures. Uh, the Liberty Corn Maze over in Liberty, Missouri, their corn maze this year is actually going to feature the Visit Mo logo and, and then some different depictions of outdoor activities in Missouri, so we're really excited about that. Uh, and then the Great Forest Park Balloon Race in St. Louis is coming up here in a couple of weeks. Um, of course, we're excited about that. And then next week is the uh, Ascension Charity Classic Golf Tournament in St. Louis that Vizimo is a sponsor for that. So uh, a lot of things going on here in September and October as we get into the fall. Yeah, it definitely makes me excited because fall is my favorite time of the year. And I think maybe it's because of what you were just talking about. You're out of those hot months. The weather's nice. The leaves are changing. Get outside and enjoy the weather and everything that Missouri has to offer. Absolutely. It's a great time to visit. And, you know, hopefully we will get a little bit of actual fall this year and we'll see some good colors with the leaves changing and, you know, those are, that's a great time of year to just go for a fall drive, you know, maybe down highway 19 and get into the Missouri Ozarks and around the Ozark national scenic riverways and see that natural beauty. Uh, fall really is a, a beautiful time here in the state. Yeah. Um, I don't want to take too much of a step back and I meant to ask you this when we were talking about economic impact sure. and whatnot, but it just kind of occurred to me that I 
uh, did not ask it, so I'll ask it now. You know, with within the department, and I guess, you know, around the United States, but we'll just focus here on Missouri, all the ARPA money coming in, mm-hmm. the American Rescue Plan Act, and the other funding opportunities that are kind of in and around that, uh, what kind of impact do those investments on Missouri's economy, does that affect tourism or benefit in any kind of way? Do you guys see some kind of uptick or, or down in any case with those? Absolutely. I think there's a great opportunity for us to further support the industry with those additional funds. We have a couple of opportunities this year. There is some uh, economic development administration funding on the federal level that's available specifically for travel, tourism, and outdoor recreation, and we hope to utilize that to enhance our marketing and branding efforts and to build more awareness of Missouri as a travel destination. Uh, And then uh, through the American Rescue Plan Act funding, we have some additional dollars that are going to be available to help us, again, bolster our what we would consider our regular marketing campaign. Those EDA dollars we're going to use to take kind of a new approach and a different approach to connecting with consumers. Uh, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag just yet as to what we're thinking about, but uh, I'm really excited about what we have on deck uh, and what we plan at this point to be doing with that funding. Yeah. I know you kind of plugged the website a little bit earlier, but we've been talking about, you know, finding destinations and all that. I'm guessing visitmo.com is the best place to go to find all that information. Absolutely. That's a great place to start your vacation planning experience for Missouri. You'll find information on events, lodging, dining, attractions. There's feature content. The team does a great job of putting together feature stories and trip ideas to help people really get a handle on planning their vacation in Missouri. And, of course, I'd certainly encourage people to follow our team on social media, at VisitMo on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Uh, So I'll close this out here with uh, this question. Um, The department's kind of motto or mission is helping Missourians prosper. So within your role and your team's role within tourism, how do you guys push that um, mission forward? Again, going back to part of our conversation earlier, travel and the hospitality industry is one of the top industries in the show me state. And I think through that industry, people have an opportunity to not only have a job, but they can find a career in travel and hospitality. Pre-pandemic, the industry employed about 300,000 Missourians. We've seen a little drop off in that, but we're recovering those numbers over time. And I think that once people look at the hospitality industry as an opportunity, again, for a career and not just a job, that is a way to help them prosper. And so we really support partner efforts to get people interested in careers in hospitality and to learn more about our industry. It is fun, uh, and there's, there's no mistaking. Travel and tourism is fun. Getting out and exploring is fun. But there is a huge economic and business component to it. Uh, it is a competitive industry. If people like competitive industries, they'll like tourism. It is fun. If they like having fun and meeting new people and, and having new experiences, um, I think it's something that they'll really enjoy. I feel like we could talk about tourism all day. There's a <laughs> lot of avenues to go down there. So I'll just open it up with one last question. Is there anything in the realm of tourism that we didn't cover that you think people should know? Oh, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's something that, that we've missed, but uh, I would probably just say that if, if you haven't been to Missouri or it's been a while or perhaps you think you've seen everything, um, maybe think again. 
and take another look at Missouri because I'm sure there is something here that is going to surprise you. I think that's a great way to close it out. Stephen, thank you for taking time to talk with us about all this stuff. I appreciate it. Thank you, Eric. Thank you for listening to this episode on Tourism in Missouri. If you'd like to find out more about what's happening in the Missouri Department of Economic Development, including current programs and upcoming opportunities, be sure to subscribe to this podcast, Inside EcoDevo. You can also visit our website, ded.mo.gov, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Also, if there's an economic development topic you're interested in hearing more about, then let us know by emailing ded.communications at ded.mo.gov.